Merry Almost Christmas, Michelle. <laughs> Merry Almost Christmas, Josh, and Hanukkah, and all the other things going on in December. Are you feeling uh, in the season? I feel a little bit more in the twilight zone. <laughs> that was our th- our uh, real Thanksgiving tradition was watching the Twilight Zone marathon. Oh, really? But time just feels so funky, and here we are. It's holiday season, um, and at Mile High Church, that means family Christmas mm-hmm. and winter solstice and six candlelight services coming up on the 23rd and 24th. Yes, and lots of rehearsals to get prepared for them because we are great preparers here. We want people to come in to all of these services and have them all put together and ready to go. So Yeah, and you you were so kind. You wanted to make sure that Christmas morning I got my yes. Nancy June, my four-year-old uh, daughter time, and so you'll be doing uh, a Christmas service, just one service that day, right? One service at 10 a.m., yep. And that's great. And um, any other uh, end-of-year resolutions or intentions as we're wrapping things up? Well, I've had a really great time in my little sojourn to Egypt in November, and that really um, renewed my enthusiasm for ministry at a deeper level. So I think that's a huge part of my resolution energy. So I'm going to continue with that. How about you? Ooh, um, I usually, um, if I do any dieting, I usually do it in December, but I haven't started yet. So I said, oh, let's get it out of the way. And then I feel a little bit better about myself on January 1st. So just trying to get some of those habits in place. Mm -hmm. And uh, the other one, this is kind of funny. I've been focusing on trying to sleep better. Mm -hmm. I've never had... uh, Pajamas. I have to take that back. My uh, grandma used to always get us thermal underwears for oh. for um, Christmas Eve, but I haven't in at least 20 years had pajamas, and so I bought some this week, and that's going to be my intention is to have kind of a wind-down type of experience oh, where good. I put on some pajamas, and um, is this TMI? Yeah, really? <laughs> I don't want to know what you've been doing up until now, so <laughs> that's great. So, Michelle, you know, with all the festivities, and we will be honoring Hanukkah, and yes. we are an interfaith church in so many ways, but one of the questions people ask us sometimes is, what's all the focus on Christmas, your religious <laughs> science church? Are we Christian, Michelle? Mm. That's a good question. I'm looking forward to having that conversation with you because I always answer that as a yes and no kind of thing. And I think whether we're Christian or not often depends on the perspective of the questioner. And so uh, even after the days um, when Jesus died, there were two main sects of Christianity that emerged during that time. There were uh, followers of uh, Jesus that called themselves Christians that were more about the letter of the law. And then there were the Gnostics that eventually uh, came into being, and they were the followers of the way and more of the mystic kind of uh, traditions that Jesus was talking about. And I think in some ways that tradition has carried on. And I feel like our teaching honors Jesus as a great teacher, a great prophet, who had a great ministry, but I feel like where Ernest Holmes, our founder, really landed was more in the mystic, cosmic Christ, almost Gnostic aspect of Christianity and of 
the the teachings of Jesus, followers of the way that we might be. And so I always say to people, well, if your definition of Christianity is Jesus is Lord and Savior, and you can't get to heaven until you've accepted Jesus, and there's a lot of fundamental rules that you follow, which is fine, because a lot of people live that life and that works for them, then we probably would not be defined as Christian. But if you uh, define Christianity as, as a group of people who uh, revere respect and love the teachings of Jesus and are seeking to practice his message of love and his new covenant of love that he brought, then yeah, you might think that we're a little bit Christian. And I think that's why we honor these Christian holidays. That's my answer. It's kind of long, but what about your? Oh, answer? I think it's really clear <laughs> and needed. You know, there's a a piece in the Ernest Holmes papers where there's a small group and Ernest Holmes is there, and the question is asked of him: Are we yes. Christian? And he says, "Yes, we're absolutely Christian." Uh, you know, one third of the Science of Mind textbook uh, is is Christian. Uh, yes. this, I think the third book that Holmes ever wrote was a book of uh, metaphysical Bible interpretations. Yes, yes. And so much, I think, of early science of mind was focused on uh, an audience that was uh, within the Judeo-Christian uh, mm-hmm. culture. And so, and, and we seek to practice uh, and follow the teachings of Jesus, which are quite profound. Yes, I'm still are. working on them. Mm-hmm. Um, but in that sense, I think he would say we were Christian. But in the the, the piece, uh, he asked the audience, well, what do you think? And, and someone says, no. We don't believe that Jesus is our personal Lord and Savior, or that if you don't take Jesus in your heart, that you're going to burn in hell. Mm-hmm. And and Holmes goes, oh, you know, I see your point. And right. so it speaks to this idea at the heart of our teaching that, that we're a synthesis of all mm-hmm. the great mystical truths. And, you know, in my relationship with Jesus, I even struggle with that term master teacher, because mm-hmm. I, I think, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Emerson uh, really talked about that in his uh, famous Divinity School address, yes. you know. Yes. That that it, it's about what he taught, stupid. It's not about the story about him. But mm-hmm. for me, that that's what I always say makes Jesus holy for me is the teaching, mm-hmm. um, virgin birth, mm-hmm. walking on water, mm-hmm. miracles, even raising from the dead. It's not that those aren't incredible feats, but they don't necessarily define someone as holy or in touch with God to me. Mm-hmm. But the teaching to love your neighbor as yourself, right? Uh, the idea of practicing forgiveness for everyone, no matter what, yes. uh, the idea of being willing to you know, t- uh, take the shirt off your back and to give it uh, to someone, um, these, these profound teachings mm-hmm. that still challenge the common sense mm-hmm. today, mm-hmm. to me, till, still, still speak uh, to what an awesome expression happened in Jesus' time. And and so in that sense, you know, if we're practicing the teachings of Jesus, I think we're very much a progressive uh, Christian um, institution. Uh, And yet at the same time, um, what I like to think is that we're Christianity without the hell. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. If you just Mm -hmm. take the hell without it, Mm -hmm. you don't need the Savior, per Mm -hmm. se. Mm -hmm. If you take the hell out of it, there's no—you have to be this religion— uh, if you take the hell out of it, you get to focus on you know this core teaching of Jesus that the kingdom of heaven is within you. Exactly. And what mm-hmm. else are we all up uh, to but to realize that light within us and to to bring in that in in the world? And so, mm-hmm. um, you know, my friend Margie Clark, minister, she said, you know, when anyone asked her, "Do you believe in God?" she would say, "Well, what God are you talking about?" Right. Right. So right. I think if someone asked me when I'm Christian, I, I I might ask them before I tell them yes or no. Me too. What do you mean? Exactly. How you define that. That's what I usually do too. And I also love the very simple, clear message that Jesus taught that we teach, which is the Father is within, 
God is within us and that all we have to do is knock and the door is answered, that that everyone has access to that light, to that love. And so I love that that is a core part of our message and that we are constantly inviting people to find ways to knock on that door and find the light in this season and every season. And so uh, Jesus has been a very important uh, teacher for me and the things that he he said that we know about. And I love, uh, I love honestly that um, the the group of scholars went through all the gospels and said, well, these are the things we know Jesus definitely said. These are the things, yeah, he might've said. And there's a lot that is in there that he never said. And I think that that kind of opens up and allows us to reinterpret scripture, to to see it as something that's kind of flowing and and be able to find our own meaning with it. Yeah, the Jesus Seminar, and, it, yes. and it's, a, it's a great example of uh, me with this faith, which uh, works within the scientific aspect of it, is is it's good to have some skepticism. It is. We're not about accepting anything uh, with mm-hmm. blind faith, and one of the great things about how we approach the Bible here is we do approach it as a sacred text, but more so as a sacred library right. that, that speaks through um, human consciousness evolving at all these different times, and so it's not about believing every sentence that, that it says there. Um, but sometimes I love that term, the historical, metaphorical mm-hmm. uh, approach. You know, what was going on during history at this time? Exactly. And what's the spiritual symbolism? Uh, so before I rush to take something literally, um, how does it relate to someone hearing about it at the time? Mm-hmm. And how does it relate to my life uh, now? And that, that's one of the things that still is so profound to me about Jesus. You take a um, a, a parable, the prodigal son, right. mm-hmm. the good Samaritan, and there's still so much in there uh, that can't be lost in a game of telephone, right? No, it's like no. the, mm-hmm. the great story mm-hmm. contains those jewels exactly. within it. And so I love that we embrace the um, the season, you know, even though I highly doubt that Jesus was actually born on no, Christmas Day. No, I don't Day, think he was either. <laughs> um, I love the symbolism, and mm-hmm. uh, I love that... Um, that Christ's teaching can be a universal teaching. Uh, universal religion? I don't think so, mm-hmm. although I respect it mightily. But the teaching is there for, for each and every one to um, you know, practice uh, a belief in a, in a God that loves everyone mm-hmm. uh, and, and, mm-hmm. and express that towards one another. And that's why I love the Christmas season and um, all the festive stuff that we'll be doing this month. Yes, I do too. And I think uh, one more thing that I want to point out about that is that um, you and I have to read a lot of Ernest Holmes for teaching and because we are religious science ministers and I, I've read uh, the Gospels many times. And in all of these readings, I know that um, something that becomes rote when I approach it from the current consciousness that I'm in, because my consciousness is always growing, evolving, my perceptions are always growing and evolving. I can read scripture and have a completely different experience of it because of me, because I'm looking through my own filter. And so I think that helps uh, when we want to understand the teachings of Jesus or any of the Bible stories. But I also think it helps with Christmas, that it can become a rote experience. Well, we give gifts and we go to this party and we go to church. But if we approach it from that fresh perspective of what has grown in me this past year and what new inspiration is here for me in the Christmas holiday and all that comes with it and in the teachings that we're going to be pointing to in our services uh, about Jesus, his birth, and his life. 
Ah, or mm-hmm. as uh, Charles Dickens says through uh, Ebenezer Scrooge, you know, I will keep the past, the present, and the future in my heart yes. and never forget the lessons that they teach. And I think that is something about uh, Christmas, as we call it, a holy day. There's something transcendent that just takes us out of mm-hmm. routine time, yep. work time. Right. Uh, it drives some of us kind of crazy at first because <laughs> we're like machines always working. But at some point on Christmas, I feel like you have to pause mm-hmm. and get really quiet. Yeah. And it can be scary at first, but if you if you hang in there, um, the, the sacred or what Christ was really talking about can mm-hmm. reveal itself. And so much of the world is paused. It's a very interesting feeling, isn't it? I, yeah. I wouldn't mind pausing it for a few Me moments. Too. Let's have yeah. Let's have a few days of Christmas. <sighs> yes, <Yeah>. definitely. <laughs> well, looking forward to seeing so much of you and uh, happy birthday, Michelle. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you, thank you. Talk to you later, everybody. Bye.